broke. <laughs> I went to my job today and I was like, I need a max contract. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to keep working here. I need six years, 600 million. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Y'all know who it is. Fucking the boy Mike and my boy Q. We back with a bonus episode. Hell yeah. We ain't talked about sports in a minute. Yeah, man. We we it's been a minute since we, you know, really spent some time on sports. A lot has happened over the summer, so shit, I figured it would be a great episode to just catch up on all things sports related. So y'all know what that means. And now it's time for sports. All right, man, let's get right into it, man. College football is back. Hey, man, finally something to watch on Saturdays, man. I'm I'm lit. I'm excited. But I'm more so excited for one reason <laughs> and one reason only. Sports betting. <laughs> Shout out to FanDuel and DraftKings and MGM. Y'all about to take all my money. Nah, so this base, might. The, the baseball betting wasn't, you know, wasn't panning out for you. How can I say this in baseball terms? A nigga was striking out. (laughs) 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 Ain't no home runs, bitch. Ain't no grand slams. No goddamn. Nothing. Nah. Baseball was my thing. The homie Coop tried to teach me a few things on just what the, instead of trying to play the the wins, he was trying to teach me how to play like the innings and shit like that, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll show you my shit. I'll get, you know, 10 parlays. I'll get nine of them. And then that nigga hit over or under and just fucked me all up. So I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) Football is more my speed, man. You know what I'm saying? So with college football and and the NFL, my odds got to be a lot better. (laughs) God damn. But yeah, man, shout out to them. Um, Holla at us. Nah, but on some college football tips, man, uh, you got any uh, favorite uh, college football teams or who you rocking with? Um, So my grandfather was a big Oklahoma fan, so I rock with, with Oklahoma, you know what I'm saying, to pay homage to my grandfather. That's his team, so. All right, right. I'm still uh, rocking with USC, you know what I'm saying? But um, when it comes to college, I really don't care. I mean, like the way I want, I want USC to go far. I think this year they finally, or maybe it was last year, they finally out of their sanctions. You know what I'm saying for from the Reggie Bush era, so yeah, they can they can go back to competing in bowls and shit like that, or whatever. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Hopefully, they can get far this year, get one of these bowl games and all that. But uh, for the most part, you know, I just like watching college football just because it's a lot more exciting sometimes in the NFL. You know what I mean and Shit, you get down there 40 games a weekend, so it's going to be live football soon. I can't wait, you know what I mean? But uh, not to go much into it, but, you know, they did release the top 25, but I'm going to just round off the top six. Alabama's ranked number one, Ohio State number two, Georgia number three, even though they just came off a national championship, which is crazy. Right. Clemson four, Notre Dame five, Texas A&M surprisingly is ranked six. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Oklahoma, since that's your team, I think they was either ranked seventh or eighth. So they're in the top ten. So, but those are top six elite right there so far. You know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see who will be the top four 
towards the end of the year, but they got to be somebody else. I'm tired of these same fucking teams. <laughs> tired of these motherfuckers, bro. I'm tired of them, bro. I, I'm so sick of it. It's the same fucking thing every fucking year. Alabama, Georgia. A couple of years we got LSU. A couple of years we had Clemson. Now it's like, geez, man, we need somebody else. I can't wait for HBCU team to crack the top 25, man. I, I can't wait, man. That's going to that's gonna cause a fucking hole in the matrix. You think HBCU will crack the 25 this year? I don't know if it'll be this year, but it'll definitely be within this year or next year for sure. Right, right. I mean, we all rooting for Jackson State low-key, <laughs> you know, with Deion Sanders' team. It's like, I think as a whole, everybody wants Jackson State to, to do good, you know what I mean? And that'd be dope if they can get in the top 25, but, you know, it, it's it depends on who they play, you know, preseason, or should I say, what is it, in either conference, you know what I'm saying? Like, who they play besides the people in their conference, because that plays a part in who gets in the top 25, so... We shall see, man, but shout out to Dion and putting that spotlight on Jackson State, man. I know there's some other schools out there, man, that's probably itching for opportunity too, man. So I, I just want some different faces in this fucking, uh, you know, college football this year. So I'm rooting for all HBCUs this year too. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But <clears throat> outside of that, I mean, there's not much else to speak on as far as college football is concerned. So let's keep it pushing. But however, we will keep you guys informed throughout the season, how the certain teams are doing, see who's going to be in that top percentile at the end of the season. But now let's get into it. The NBA. First things first. RIP to Bill Russell. RIP. What is he? Is he still the most winning player of all time? Eleven rings. Yep, eleven rings. Two-time national championship with the University of San Francisco. He also was a civil rights activist. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was definitely, you know, more than an athlete. You know what I mean, he was definitely a a figure in the black community. You know what I mean? During that time and after. You know what I mean? Everybody paid homage to him, and you know it's unfortunate no one. Uh, mentioned how he passed, but I mean, shit, he was up in age, so he may have. Hopefully, he went peacefully. Um, but you know, he did leave an impact on the NBA. Shit, he was one of the first, you know, black men in, in the NBA. So he was a pioneer for real, for real, man. Playing for the Boston Celtics. Uh, he was a pl- he was a player and he was a coach at one point. You know what I mean? So salute, man. Rest in peace, man. Um, May his legacy live on, man. You know, they didn't name the NBA trophy after him. Um, so it's no longer the, what was it before? I don't remember. But now it's the Bill Russell trophy. You know, so he definitely was uh, a legend. So salute to him, man. Man, you you know how I am when, when we get to talking about KD. And there's a lot of shit swirling around with KD that we haven't had a chance to talk about. So let's talk about it. Well, I tell you what didn't happen. Nigga ain't brush his hair. <laughs> Nigga had a do rag on some ways. He would have got traded. See, you know what I'm saying? Nigga look trust. He look trustworthy with a haircut. Without a haircut, bro, they ain't, like, we ain't sending you nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, he he's requesting for a trade, talking about going to Phoenix or to the Heat. 
Then there was, I want to say there was like Laker talk, maybe Golden State Warrior talk. I'm, it's like, bro, is that this what this what this cat do? This is why y'all say he he, he the top. He, like again, he, he nice, but he ain't one of my favorites, and this is one of the reasons why. Shit get tough, you want to start running to another team, right? It's like, come on, man. I don't know how serious his trade request was. Um, I'm kind of glad the Nets didn't really, you know, take him up on his uh, his threat, <laughs> you know. But he did lead the NBA in a frenzy real quick because, you know, like I said, like you said, he mentioned a few teams. He wanted to go to the Phoenix Suns or the Heat, um, but then the Raptors, the Warriors, Dallas, the Knicks, and the Clippers all was like, "Yo, which I trying to do over there?" And then later on. We seen his ass partying with James Harden lost. So then the Sixer talk came up, man. And you know what I mean? And of course the Boston talk, that probably was the one that was looking more serious. Talks about Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and a couple other guys going for KD. But uh luckily for Boston, um, the Nets just just couldn't get it, you know what I mean? Because if I was Boston, I wouldn't have even entertained that shit. You just gonna fuck up the whole core. You know what I mean? Like y'all don't been far twice without you know no real guys besides Jason and Jalen. So why would y'all fuck that up for KD? But yeah, man, KD was over here. Just I just think he wanted to see if he was wanted. I think uh, for, personally, I think KD has confident problems. He remind me of Spencer from All American. <laughs> good as hell but lack confidence and he need weird ways to be reassured and I feel like you know him requesting the trade was just to kind of see that he was wanted about amongst other teams and that probably makes him feel better by himself I don't think he never really wanted to get traded bro and on top of that fucking Rudy Gobert his trade fucked up everything cause they gave away a house and home for that goddamn man and he ain't even that good as KD so if you're going to give me all of these pieces for Rudy Gobert, I need your whole fucking staff for KD. And I think that's another reason why a, a trade couldn't be made because you, you got to ask for everything under the, under the moon for KD if you, if they gave it for Gobert. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Gobert, <laughs> Gobert at one point fucked the NBA when he played around with that fucking COVID shit. And then he also saved the NBA for another, you know, super team being created. <laughs> so, go, who do you go, Bert? Look, he might be the, the savior. You know what I'm saying? He fucked us up, gave us, you know what I'm saying? The COVID scare. And then, boom, here we are with a weird ass trade that got everybody like, nah. Oh, about this is, this is redemption story. <laughs> <laughs> he made up for it. You feel me? So, because if KD would have went to the Phoenix or the Heat, man, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I I hear you, and I can see where that could be. That could have been like, all right, super team. But the way KD been playing and shit, and how he's even keeping a team morale and shit going, like I don't think no matter what team he go to, bro, like they ain't gonna make it. They're not gonna make it to the chip. Nah, with Phoenix and he, he would have because KD he just want to play basketball he don't want to do nothing else he don't want to be a leader he don't want to be nothing else that's why he fits so well in with with the Warriors because Steph was the face you know Draymond was the vocal one Clay was the was the other one and then KD can just slither in and do his thing while those guys do everything they do and that's why it works so well you know versus when he went to obviously with Oklahoma and then obviously with Brooklyn when he's a sole leader obviously he can't get it done you know what i mean but with the phoenix suns chris paul devin booker 
oh, he could blend right on in. Or if he go to Miami with a guy like Jimmy Butler and all that shit, or even back to the Sixers with Harden and and uh, Embiid, like he could blend in with those type of players where it's not all on him. With the Nets, it's all on him, bro. You know what I mean? And that's exactly why he failed in Oklahoma. That's exactly why he failed in Brooklyn because he, he doesn't want to be that person. He doesn't have leadership quality. And Charles Barkley called him out on it like he can't drive the bus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And these little things like this show us exactly why he doesn't get the full respect that he deserves because, like you said, when it gets hard, it, he runs. He get the running. Run, brother, run. <laughs> I'm <him. laughs> I mean, for real, though, how, how, how crazy you got to be to go to the owner and say, look, it's, it's, you got to fire the GM and the coach or, or get rid of me. Like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> how about you win with the Nets first and then make those type of demands? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you would have won a ring with the Nets, then now you can you can put your nuts on the table, bro. But you ain't even got them past the second round of the first round of playoffs. You got swept, bro. You ain't in a position to be making no <laughs> demands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I was a Sean Marks, I'd be like, nigga, I would leave you the haircut. <laughs> Take that, nigga. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but but no, all jokes aside though, now that he's staying, you know what I mean? Uh and low key, I think him, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, they they kinda gon they gonna make the other players pay for this when that uh collective bargaining agreement uh when it's time to renegotiate, they gonna definitely put some shit in the contracts because of these motherfuckers. So, you know, all this shit right now is cool, but you just fuck it up for a lot of players in the future with that collective bargaining agreement because they finna definitely implement some some shit in these contracts now for you niggas to be getting all this money and then trying to pull your nuts around. These billionaires gonna show y'all what they what they what they about. You know what I'm saying? So you know yeah, smarter he, than the motherfucker that's that's paying your check. Like, right, right. Like you know what I mean? So, but now that he's staying, Kyrie of course opted in his contract, get his thirty seven million. And then they got Ben Simmons, you know what I'm saying, who's going to be a lot chipper now since he, uh, what do you do? The, the little lawsuit he had with the Sixers, they negotiated and came up with a settlement because they owe him like $20 million, uh, for trying to take that from him during that time he sat. So he was able to win and get a settlement. They won't tell us how much, but he's a lot happier now on Instagram. So with those three now, all this nonsense hopefully out the way, what you think that that's going to do? Same shit they did before. I don't think nothing gonna change. Mm, mm, okay, okay. I I don't think. I honestly don't think Kyrie is happy there, regardless of whatever you know, saying uh, deal or whatever he made with the front office, because he he wanted to be gone, and it seemed like he was about to be on his way. So right. So with that, I, if the chemistry in the locker room between them, and even if you do add the the young boy in there, it's just like, hey, nigga, who is you? Like sit down, like you, you you got no say right now. This between me and him, because me and him ain't getting along, and if we ain't on the same page. You'll never touch the ball. <laughs> See, that's facts. Do so you think it's friction between KD and uh and Kyrie? I do, I do, one hundred percent. Man, I I I think so too for the most part. Um, because I think you know that whole 
Kyrie sitting out was not a part of the plan last year. You know what I mean? Well, that's one of the reasons why, you know, it chased James Harden away. James Harden know his timetable was ticking. Man, like, I just wasted a whole year coming over here when you motherfuckers, is, you're not even here half the fucking time. So I think uh, that wasn't a part of the plan. So I, low key, I think KD didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? But I also think that I am athlete, how LeBron, I mean, how Kyrie was praising LeBron and how he wished he would have made things right kind of also rode KD the wrong way too you know what I'm saying because you know it's that talks of what we could have done you know what I mean like and then he kind of left it open which has sparked all of this conversation about him being traded to Lakers because Kyrie kind of left it open like he'd be open to going back and then that just started a whole bunch of shit so I feel like Kevin was like before that nigga leave I'm about to leave you know what I'm saying so but obviously it, it didn't work out but it, it's crazy man um it's going to be interesting to see. I think the Nets will be better this year if they stay healthy. They definitely will be top five for sure. Um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how Ben Simmons do. Like, I'm not saying I'm a fan or I'm rooting for him, but I just want to see what he do because despite what everybody think about the boy, he can do some shit other than shoot the ball. So with that defense present, pushing the ball, rebounding, passing, he might fit right in with KD and them. So I want to see how he does, you know, so we show. Well, it'd be all eyes on him when, when, when they play their first game and all three of them together. Right. Um, to kind of swing the conversation back to KD a little bit. I know we, we, we talked about this a little bit offline, but I'm bringing it up again. So remember I was telling you how KD, there was a, uh, like a statement or something from Katie where he felt like he wasn't getting the respect that he deserved. Right. You know, um, and again, we, we've had conversations before where you feel like you know, I'm a, I'm a Katie hater, but it, it's not so much of a hater. It's just, there's this qualities of this cat that I just don't think adds value to how good he plays basketball. It doesn't put him in the conversations of the greats to me. Like, okay. Yeah. You want a championship, but just, you know, that's, that's fine. Yeah, but, that's one championship that you won where you needed help, like tons of help. Granted, other players do the same thing, but even still. But to go back to that, like, I, I think his attitude, I think um, certain decisions and shit that he makes, yeah, it does kind of take away from the the greatness of you. So cats don't really have a lot of respect for you. You know, I'm, I'm one of those cats that say, like, I don't really think he plays defense like that. I mean, you just lanky in any case, so it's kind of hard to get around you, but you don't really play real defense. And, but to get but all of that, like, I'm just saying, like, just, just with all that movement, how he acts, things like that, like, again, you, you can shoot the ball, you, you dope at that, but it's just like certain characters, characteristics of you don't make you that great player. So that's why a lot of cats don't have that respect for him. Right. Unfortunately, your off-duty antics will, will always shadow your your on-court abilities. Like he nice, and I mean, like he 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 got skills unlike others. Like he, yes. he's everything every Larry Bird <laughs> could be w- without the dribbling and shit. You know what I'm saying? He can shoot tall as a motherfucker, like he can shoot the score, can do it all, man. You know what I'm saying? He plays a good enough defense, but like you said, his length can help him recover when he gets beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I just feel like his legacy will always be tarnished because of the decisions he's made. And yeah. honestly, this decision right here of not being traded may have saved his, his overall career because he was going to get 
destroyed all. See, I don't give a fuck what he would have done. Um, every game he played for, I don't give a fuck what team he would have went to. He could have dropped sixty points, seventy points a game. He will still get slandered because of he's doing it with a stacked team. Like you know, granted, LeBron goes to his teams and he makes it stacked. LeBron's still the man, you know. KD going to a team that was, you know, the whole seventy-three and nine shit, and um, he blended in. So again, don't, don't get me wrong. A lot of those games probably wouldn't have been won without KD, but it's a lot easier to play freely and willingly when you got two other gunners on the other side of the court. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like no matter what KD does, he will always have an asterisk next to his name. The same way people try to say the the bubble victory of the Lakers is have an asterisk next to it. KD will have one too. And I think if he would have got traded, oh my God, it would have been hell in hot water for that man. I think he would have deleted all his social media because they would have killed him. You know what I mean? Because oh, and there were people waiting to send those goddamn. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was terrible, man. But he's still solid. He's still great. I still think he will, you know, put them in position to make a run if they stay healthy but you know his legacy will forever be looked at a little sideways because of the the decisions he made so it will it just won't be as bad since he didn't get traded but anything can happen from now to february so you know it, it ain't over with yet so right we shall see man but um some other news in the nba John Wall finally got bought out by the Rockets. You know, he had opted into his $45 million contract, which is smart. You know, granted the last two years. Give me this money. <laughs> right. Last two years, they wouldn't play him. You know, one year, they wouldn't even let him come to the, to the arena because he was a distraction. <laughs> and then last year, he kind of sat on the bench and all that stuff. They didn't even want him to be around the young players. So they just paid that man all that money last year just to just move, go, go home. Like here, here's 30 million, go. Now he opted in his contract, got 45. Um, and then boom, they bought him out. So most buyouts is usually half or a good majority of the, what you owe. So he probably walked away about 20 plus. And then he got signed by the Clippers like days later after he passed his physical for another 13. So he probably made that shit right back. Um, but I, I'm excited to see him play again because, I mean, he's still young. You know, he granted he has some injuries and shit, but he's still young and shit, man. And I, I want to see him play. Uh, he definitely going to be a solid piece for the Clippers, um, even though that's the enemies. But I think he – I want to see him prevail, you know. Um, but, yeah, that was a good one for the Clippers because he definitely going to give them at least 12 to 13 points a game. Easy, if not more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if not more, I just want to see how Reggie Jackson adapt to it. Cause what Reggie was doing, he gonna be pretty much doing. So we gonna see. I want. I'm rooting for Wall, man. So I don't know if you saw his little story post about how he almost committed suicide. I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, man. He was, he was going through dark times. He said moms had passed. Grandma, I think, had COVID or some shit. He had got injured twice back-to-back, you know what I mean? Um, he was going through it, man. So he said he felt contemplated off of himself, but didn't. So uh, he got a story, you know what I mean? And the one thing I know about the NBA, they love storylines. So they, they might make this one a good one for John Wall. So look, I want to see how he does, man. But well, you know, to I'm, him. I'll make a uh, 2K storyline out of it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, Russ, Russell Westbrook opted out. <clears throat> I'm sorry, opted in. 
for his 47 mil with the Lakers. Can't How you him. feel about that? Can't blame him. You owe me 47. I want my 47. Y'all niggas going to bash me all year. <laughs> Y'all going to put me on all these trade talks. Y'all going to do That's all exactly, this negative exactly stuff. That's what I think. All that going on. Yeah, go ahead. Give me my money real quick. I, I earned that. I got that contract when I was on top of my game. So whatever happens at the end of my game, oh, well. But at the top... I got 200 plus now and I'm on the last part of it. It's 47. I need all that. <laughs> I don't think Russ stupid and I don't think he got like stupid people on his team. So, you know, I, well, I, actually he did because he actually fired his previous agent that he had with his whole career. He fired him um, and signed somebody else. <laughs> so that says a lot. You get a whole new uh, agent and the end of your career. Like that's crazy. So I guess he was, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think he, either he was mad that the agent talked him into signing in with the Lakers or not signing in with the Lakers, but they agreed to part ways and all that. So that was that was crazy. But yeah, man, why wouldn't you take a 47? You know? Yeah, no, I'm not mad at it. You think uh, think Russ Braun and AD? You think they they talking? They getting they playing nah. together and all that? No, no. All right. Um. <clears throat> I think maybe in the beginning they may have, but LeBron knows how to maneuver through this type of stuff. He goes through this every every fucking year. <laughs> he knows how to get away from these things. You know, they was all buddy buddy smoking cigars, drinking wine in the backyard to being at the uh summer league game and not even speaking to each other. So it, it it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Um it, it's safe to say that LeBron wants Russell out. Um, and I think it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who we're going to get, but I think it's going to happen. You know, I'm praying we get, uh, you know, some quality players, but I don't think it's going to work, bro. Like, uh, he doesn't want to commit to being a role player or commit to accepting less of a role. He still think he's a superstar that he was years ago. And, that's not the same no more. And if he ain't learned by now, nigga, when you go to LeBron's team, I don't give a fuck who you are. You have to take a back seat. You know what I mean? And I don't think Russ can swallow that right now. So it's going to be hard for him. I believe it. I believe it. So <clears throat> I know Brian may not want him. I kind of agree with you on that. But it seemed like Coach Ham is like, nah, we got we got plans for Russ. We, we standing by Russ. We believe in Russ. We gonna see. I go to a job interview. I'm gonna tell you everything you wanna hear too, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not finna come on as a new coach with this type of team, with this type of spotlight, and be like, yeah, we we gotta get Russ out of here. I'm gonna say what sounds right just in case we have to keep this nigga. I want my report with him to be good. Like, hey, look, they were trying to trade you, but I was saying so give me my respect. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I get it smart. You know what I mean? Like, why would I go and just jump on a bandwagon when in reality I know I probably can't use them how I want to. I just gotta get him to trust me. Right. And if we don't trade this motherfucker and we stuck with him all year, everybody and the coaches against me, it's gonna be hard to get that man to adapt. You know what I'm saying? So Ham was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just say the opposite of what everybody else is saying. And hopefully, uh, you know, Russ can see that and take it into consideration because, you know, he was on, uh, was it up all, all the smoke? Uh, yeah, I saw Russ. I cornered him in the middle of the elevator just to 
talk to him and you know every time he get a chance he, he big enough for us in some way so right whether it's cap or not you know he, he's trying to show that russ has somebody in his corner just in case we don't have to uh we don't get a chance to trade him or whatever so smart move by the coach man but while we on the trade talk the Lakers did make a trade. Well, first of all, we signed a couple of people who some people may not know. Like, I think Lenny Walker from the Spurs, we signed him. We had this one center from well, last year, the year before last. I forgot his name, but we signed him back again after we traded him to the Kings. We signed him. Then we got the Puerto Rican splash. Uh, his name was Jose something from the Warriors. He was a little Spanish, the black and Mexican kid or whatever. I call him the Puerto Rican Splash Brother. You know what I'm saying? We, excuse me, he's Mexican, so the Mexican Splash Brother. Uh, we got him. So, and then we just traded who? Uh, THT and Stanley Johnson for Yo Boy, the Human Chihuahua, Pat Beverly. <laughs> what you think about that? Man, I'm not happy with it, bro. You know? I'm not happy. I'm not happy with it at all. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, I like Patrick Beverly. I do, but I just don't think that that was the right or smart move for the Lakers. I just Why don't. is that? Because we we could have got we could have got better quality. Or we could have kept when we had better quality. We could have kept it if we was gonna fuck around and make a, a trade like this. Especially for THT, because so many teams who had better players than Patrick wanted THT, and we was like, nah, this is gonna be our future. We get that nigga away for the for the for the pit bull, and it's like, wait, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And we still got Russ. Now I wouldn't be like so against it if Russ was gone already, but we still have Russ yet, man. Ain't, ain't no telling we gonna trade him. And knowing these niggas' history, like I don't, I don't see. I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I think they, I don't know. Some people say maybe this is a ploy to try to get Russ to say to accept the buyout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I don't know, bro. I don't know why would you tr- uh, trade for Patrick Beverly when his arch nemesis is on the team as well. I'm Crazy talking to me. about Goku and Vegeta. Shit. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the only nigga that's never watched Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> 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 so, what do you think? All right. So, so what? What Pat and Russ? What, 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 what do you think have to be done for these two to coexist? Gonna have to do some type of like team intervention with them too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 honestly, I think Russ is too much of a hothead, and Pat Beverly is a mental assassin when it comes to that. Like, he know how to get under your skin, and even though being on the same team, it won't mean shit to these two. Just do what Ray Allen and Rondo did back in the day when they had an altercation. They gloved it up and got in the ring and cut their fade. And afterwards, they went on to win a championship. <laughs> you a bad man? Who your money on? Patrick, cause look, you bite. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but all jokes aside, man, Pat going to bring that. He going to bring that attitude that the Lakers need because whether we got Russ or not, Pat finna go on that floor and try to defend niggas like he the greatest of all time. 
You know what I'm saying? Think about it. We played the Warriors first game of the season on ring night. Pat Bear, the type of nigga that want to win that game and talk his shit. He's going to try to lock Steph up. Right. And if we win, he going to come on that podium like, nigga, don't, 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 don't celebrate in front of us. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I like his mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may not like the way he does things, but, you know, he, he's humble enough to know, like, look, I'm here to do one thing and one thing only. Be a pest. You know what I'm saying? I'll shoot the ball if I need to. I'll score if I have to, but I'm here to cause friction on the defensive end. And that's someone who knows their role and is going to give us a hundred percent in their role. And that's what we need because four other niggas on the court seeing this motherfucker go hard, full court, 94 feet, diving for the ball, clapping and yelling. You won't have no choice but to follow suit. You know what I mean? And we was terrible last year, you know, in defense. When we had Caruso and KCP, we was a defensive juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? Because those guys would get up in you and they'll, you know, do all the dirty work. Now everybody we had last year was too cool, too cute. Now we got a little chihuahua who's going to come back and do that shit again. And that might give us that edge we need just to at least be competitive. You know what I mean? So... Say what y'all want. This nigga finna bring an attitude to the team, and I like it. You know what I mean. And if we, if Russ can give in, they both can be vicious on that on that backcourt. You know what I mean with, with with the defensiveness. But you know it is what it is, bro. What I'm hoping for is for us to trade Russ for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. That's the talk right now. How you like that trade? To me, I, I like the idea of of definitely getting um, Miles Turner. We definitely need more big man presence. So I'll be up for that trade to get rid of Russ. And then, uh, you know, Buddy's a three-point shooter. He's a scorer, so I think he'd be a good fit. Right. We need somebody who can slash and play on the wing. You know what I'm saying? And when LeBron and ADM kick it, you know, we got somebody who we know at least can shoot the ball with confidence, unlike Russ. I mean, I just feel like the reason why, in my opinion, the Lakers want to keep one of those drafts because I feel like it's it's, it's LeBron related. I feel like <laughs> I don't know what year it might be when LeBron into the league, but if it's twenty seven, you know, what I mean, that might be the only chance the Lakers have of keeping LeBron by you know keeping that pick. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's already what? No, actually, he'll be in the league by then, so maybe not. Take that back. So, but maybe for uh, Bruce, it was named Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You know what I mean? So the Lakers ain't giving up both for a reason, man. I don't know why, but if you live in the now, like they always said, fuck them picks. <laughs> now, hold on. What's up? Where are my son? Get? Now, hold on. My son might be able to get in there. <laughs> say one of them. <laughs> oh, now you want to say, say one. Say one. <laughs> nah, but uh, just make a move, man, so we can start focusing on the important shit, which is getting back to winning. Let me go ahead and call Jenny real quick. Jenny Bus. Yeah, you might have to schedule a little dinner date to talk Disney. business or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, but let's move on, though. Um, Donovan Mitchell, you know, there's been a lot of talk with him and trade talking things like that. And one of the big teams that were looking to pick him up was the Knicks. They basically pretty much doing all they can with the talks and all that of how he would end up going to that team. Right. Well, a couple of days ago, the Cavaliers put an end to all that talk. And picked him up. How you feel about that move? <sighs> the Knicks dropped the ball, man. They they had a chance. But I think Utah knew they wanted him bad. That's why Utah was trying to ask for like everything for the kitchen sink. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to get everything for him. But, I mean, the Knicks didn't budge. But 
truthfully speaking, you know, everybody putting on the Knicks. I don't think Donovan wanted to go there. I just think he did this shit low key and quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I feel bad for Stephen A. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in the car driving home, just just quiet. Like I can't believe it. He damn near cursed up a storm on uh, first take the next day. So, I mean, uh, it's a good pick. You know what I mean for the for the Cavs. I, I mean, they wasn't even on the fucking radar. That's what makes it so crazy, bro. Like nobody thought. I mean, I even had a slight. Hope that the Lakers was going to somehow, some way flip it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was already taking the other players from the Jazz. I figured, hey, why not? You know what I mean? So, but, hey, the Cavs came through and stole, you know, stole the the, the, the best available player that they have. So, shout out to them, man. They're going to have a cold starting five. Uh, Darius Garland, Mitchell, Levert, Mobley, and Jared Allen. They're going to be top three in the East for sure. I can guarantee that. <laughs> All right, y'all heard it here first. Mike said top three in the East. Man, think about it. Yep, two All-Stars. Three All-Stars now with him. Moby on the rise. Levert. Levert is, a, you know what I'm saying, it's a bucket getter. And he healthy, so shit. All right, we're going to see. I'd say top three for sure. We can get back to this episode a few months from now and be like, I told you so. But, uh, yeah, aside from that, no other trades really been talked about. You know what I mean? Um, the Los Angeles Jazz is like about to merge together because now we're talking about getting, <laughs> we're talking about getting, uh, Jordan Clarkson and Badanovich and Michael Conley. Like, come on, what the fuck? Like, we just swapping players out? Like, <laughs> like, nigga, like the Los Angeles Jazz is about to be the new franchise at this point. Like, hold on. I was like, come on, man. But I don't care who. As long as we get some players who want to play, man, if we're going to stick with Russ, stick with that food, man. And I hope he grow, you know, grow up and, and focus on the important goals. But if not, you know, I mean, he got to go, man. So, oh, man. But the crazier shit about this whole offseason for the NBA has been these max contracts, bro. <laughs> oh, they, oh, yeah, they kind of went in with the contracts this year. Bro, I sent the email. Trying to get signed, but nobody responded back yet because they giving out money at this point. So I just said, "Fuck it, I can't win the lottery. You might as well try to get <laughs> try to give me a contract extension." You know what I mean? So, but those of y'all who've been missing out, you know, some of the max contracts that's been going on. Uh, Jokic got five years, two hundred sixty-four million, highest paid player ever so far. <laughs> Bradley Bill got five five more years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he got like an extra 150. Jalen Brunson, of course, he went to the Knicks. He got four years, 100 mil. Devin Booker stand for four years, 214. John Moran got his five years with 193. Thomas, Tom, was it Thomas? Or what's his name from the Wolves? The nigga that be with Jordan? Oh, uh, <laughs> Townsend. Cat. Townsend. Yeah, he ain't had the last name yet. So, Cat. <laughs> four years, 224. Zach Levine got paid, which is surprising. Five years, 215. That boy Dame, Dame Dollar for real. He got another two year extension. <laughs> so now that makes his total to 255. Bruh, his Crazy. last year of his contract, he gonna be making about 65 million that year. Crazy. That nigga ain't never leaving Portland. So he said, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get no, <laughs> I ain't get no ring, but I'm sure about to give me some money. So salute to him. 
Uh, what else we got? Uh, Aiden, he's staying with Phoenix for the four years, 133. Zion got four years, 223 with weight stipulations. <laughs> I, I'm not mad at them for putting the sti- weight stipulations. The more weight he loses. Hold you accountable, bro. Hey, that's smart. The more weight he loses, the more money he gets. <laughs> that is crazy. I promise you, if I was living like that, bro, I'd be at my goal weight, which is 215, because ain't no way in hell I'm about to be gain no weight when I can get up to 200 plus million so uh, New Orleans ain't playing with that <laughs> uh, running the last two down that I can recall LeBron he signed through for an extra two years 97 uh, plus he gets 44 for this year so that puts him at like I think over like 500 plus in his career as far as earnings and then RJ just got a deal four years 120 million so salute to him he's like the last one out of out of his uh, draft class to really get a big extension, but that's because Utah didn't want didn't want him. So the Knicks said, "Fuck it, we gotta keep him. We gotta pay him." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. salute to all these men. Uh, I didn't get one. I just said I didn't get one. He still clapping. <laughs> I didn't get a max soundtrack. What you clapping for? <laughs> Oh, my bad. Nah, I'm just playing. It's all just, hating, just a little hate inside because I got to go to work tomorrow. But all right, man. So you know we got the season coming up pretty soon with the summer being over. Did you uh, get an opportunity to see some of the first games that's going to be coming on? And do you have any predictions on those, on those games? I mean, we got the the season openers, of course. You know, they already got those in set, but the one that's the talked about one is the Warriors having a ring ceremony against the Lakers. So that's going to be a good game right there because it's like, let's rub it in LeBron's face. <laughs> you think that's what they doing though? Got to be. Why pick the Lakers? We ain't had, we ain't had Who's no end of the season. Lakers, huh? Who's to say they picked the Lakers though? Oh, they didn't pick it, but the NBA picked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Why, so why pick them? The when NBA you is doing that, not the Warriors right. doing that. But that's what I'm saying. I didn't say the Warriors. I'm saying oh, they okay. picked the Lakers to rub it in their face. And it's just like, why? You know, like you could have put Phoenix. You could have put uh, the Mavericks, who they beat to get there. You could have had another recap of Boston. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But the Lakers, I feel like y'all just feeling the fire that, you know, hopefully we take and, you know, use that for motivation, especially since we got Pat Beverly. You know, he about to take that personal. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's going to be a good one. And for one of the smaller market season openers, I'm looking forward to seeing is the Magics versus the Hawks. You know what I mean? Now that we got a little beef going on with, what was his name? Pablo? Yeah, Pablo. <laughs> Pablo and uh, Devontae Murray, you know what I mean? So, the NBA know what they're doing. They, they over here watching IG and shit, seeing all this going on. And they like, all right, Draymond, they want to have a wedding and LeBron and party and bet we're going to make y'all go against each other. <laughs> so, it's going to be a good season opener, man. I'm just looking forward to it. Great basketball. The NBA did add some new things. Of course, we got that stupid tournament shit. But they also added now something called Rivalry Week. Uh, that's that right? Rivalry week, which is basically, uh, January 24th, 4th, the 28th, they're going to basically pair up with new and old rivalries, you know what I'm saying? They're going against each other or whatever. So that should be, that should be lit. You know what I mean? So it should, I'm but looking. I, I kind of wish they'd have, they'd have chose different teams to play one another. Um, I think the, I think they got the Lakers versus the Mav. I'd rather see the, if you were going to do the rivalry, then it should have been the Lakers in Boston. Like, but they do. They got that on there too, as well. Like they got 
it's like a it's a week it's a week uh it's like what four days of games. You know, the NBA play like two or three games. So in that rivalry week, the Lakers play. I think the Clippers. I think they play um, the Mavericks, and I think they play Boston as well. But they're like one of the last games of that thing. They play Boston, you know. So the Warriors and uh, and who else was it? Uh, I want to say. Damn, I want to say it was Memphis. I know they played them on Christmas, but it was also a couple other ones. I didn't really look at the list fully, but they definitely put the traditional Laker Warriors, Laker uh, Suns, oh, not Suns, excuse me, Laker uh, Boston, but they also added some new shit, you know what I'm saying? So with the cat and his beef he had, you know, they're going to be playing against some guys. You know, you got Rudy Gobert playing against some people, so... They, they kind of put it together with some new and old teams that have rivalries and some new ones. So it should be good. You know what I mean? I think it's a cool idea. I just hope the players feed into it and actually play like it matters. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, most teams kind of downplay shit like, oh, nothing matters to the playoffs. But and I think this would be dope for, uh, you know, for TV ratings. So salute to them. How you feel about um the whole battle of L.A. thing? You think the Lakers will be able to sweep the Clippers this year? Or you think the Clippers gonna gonna end up winning again on us? Because that's that's what's been happening in the last couple of years. Clippers been killing us in that four game. That's because the Clippers been taking it personal. Like the Clippers is tired of being looked at as the the team in the basement. They tired of being looked at as you know what I'm saying the, the JV squad. So you know they they take it personal. You know what I mean. But guys like Pat Beverly and uh, that Morris guy, the twin, they always took it personal. So they brought that energy. Whereas we was like, ah, we're the Lakers, you know, who gives a shit about this? You know what I mean? So it matters to to them more than us. But I think we need to start feeding into it just to show motherfuckers like this is not the year y'all going to play with us. You know what I mean? So I hope they take it serious. And I'm not saying go out there and go crazy, get hurt, nothing like that. But, you know, out of the four games, nigga, try to beat them at least two of the four times. You know what I mean? But at least we got, we got swept. You know what I'm saying? Like and the Lakers... Act like it ain't nothing. That shit carries over to how we play other teams, too. So hopefully, you know, they feed into it and at least give us something to be proud of. You know what I mean? I hope so, man. But I'm, t- I'm tired of Clipper fans, uh, IG and me and all that shit. Like, man, fuck out of here. Like, you niggas are still right, trash. Right. Yeah, I think Clipper Darrow messed up when he said that to LeBron at, at the Drew League. So LeBron gonna make him pay for it. <laughs> 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 it was like Clippers is a new team in LA. He tried pounding him up. LeBron was like, "Nah, watch out." <laughs> so I think he might have sparked something there. But that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like Clippers got their chest out for no reason, and uh, you know it's about time to put them back in the basement. You know what I mean? Where they belong. You feel me? So you know, at least out of the four games, let's at least grab at least two, three of them. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But just to kind of wrap up on just the whole season talk, let's make some predictions real quick. So, what matchups do you have for the Western Conference Finals? I'm going to go with the Warriors. I think they're going to end up going back. Don't ask me why, but I just do. Against who in the Western Conference Finals? <sighs> you know, I'm a Laker fan, so I will, I won't, I'm going to say L.A. And I'm just going to stick with that. I think L.A. Right. is going to – we got a new coaching staff and all of that. I think some of the additions that we have put into place should be good. If we can make one good one, get rid of Russ, um, I think we'll be pretty set. Right. I feel you. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Phoenix and the Lakers. I'm going to go Phoenix and the Lakers if we can stay healthy. You know, if we make some trades down up until the deadline, I'm going to say us versus Phoenix. 
Uh, just because Phoenix is a good team and that they, they're going to find a way to get over that hump. But my little, you know, team in the corner of the little room, I'm going to say the Memphis might sneak up on everybody low key. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I think, uh, the Warriors and Lakers, I mean, excuse me, Phoenix and Lakers, you got Warriors and Lakers. What about for the East? For the East, I could see Mil. I I could see Milwaukee going back again. I do think Giannis, he got that bug now that he's he's a champion. You know what I'm saying? And the team is still pretty solid. So I would say Milwaukee. As far as um, who they go up against, I think Miami. Damn. <laughs> so with the new and improved Nets, you don't got no hope in them. Nope, <laughs> none at all. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say. I'm going to say Boston. And I'm going to go on a limb and just say the Cavaliers. <laughs> you said they were right, You already gave them third place in the East. Yeah, okay. And I think so in the playoffs. Them, so you see them making it. Okay. But depending on who they get, depending on if being in the third, you know what I'm saying? Being third on the, on the slide, depending on who they get the first two rounds, they may have a fair chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the Sixers, I know the, the, the Nets and so forth, because the Nets going to blow up again. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, if Ben Simmons don't come to play, the Nets is not going to be nothing. They're going to make Trey's and Nash getting fired. So I don't have faith in them to complete the whole season as a full team. So young, athletic, hungry players. I mean, those guys going to be a sleeper, bro. That's like another good version of the fucking uh, of Boston. Young players, athletic, all you know, bought into their coach's philosophy versus players who think they're the better than the coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different mentality. The Boston's shown that if you follow the coach, your coach will lead you in the right direction and y'all play with y'all, you know, pure skill and athleticism and, you know, go out there and play some hard D. You got, you got a chance to make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about how they played. Now, look at Cleveland. If they coach can get them on board and get them going, they're just as athletic, if not more, than Boston is. You know what I mean? So all I'm saying is, my, you think they'll be tougher than Miami? I mean, who, I mean, Miami, Miami got tough, exposed. Bro. They they tough for five seconds. They 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 tough for the first half. Like Jimmy is is their their leader. But if Jimmy ain't doing it all, where the fuck is PJ gonna do? Where the fuck is Tyler Her- uh, Hero gonna do? Where, where they go? They left him. Bam can only do so much. You get him in foul trouble, he out. Who else they got? The other Morris brother just left and went to uh, went to the Nets, so they don't got no more toughness. So if those guys don't step up, Kyle Lowry is basically me at this point, fat and lazy. He he's not doing nothing. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know you might as well call him Mike Larry. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, that nigga ain't doing nothing. All you got is Jimmy, and then you got the security guard, Donna Haslam, on the sideline. What what they gonna do, bro? Yo, use a fool for that. <laughs> what they gonna do? Like they, seriously, you know, they they they've been tough. They've been surprising us the last couple of years. They've been you know went, not getting to the playoffs, winning the playoffs, even getting to um what was it the semifinals last year? What was it? Yeah, yeah. but they met they match. You know what I'm saying? I mean they, they had no an, they had no answer for him, bro. And who they got answers for now? <laughs> <laughs> they just got better, bro. They got uh what's his name dude from the Pacers? Uh, what's his name started B? Marcus Mark, uh, Malcolm something. Malcolm, that boy can play. That boy can play. And if they, they, they finna get some extra players too. They're looking at Carmelo. They trying to do some things. I, the I, Boston is I, still I intact. Go. But I got oh, yeah. And then PJ left. He went to the Sixers. Yeah. So you lost the tough guy who can guard all the good players now. So, yeah, 
Uh, Butler can't do everything, bro. He nice. They will get to the playoffs for sure, but they're not getting far. They're not. So my prediction is Boston and the Cavs. I'm going to be looking forward to that Cleveland-Miami <laughs> game, that very first one they have. I'm going to watch that. Right, right. Show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so uh, finals prediction. Who you got in the finals? I, all right. I, I say the Warriors again, and then um, if it's if Boston makes it, and that was your pick, I would say them. I could see that happening again. Dang, you go against the Lake Show? Look, man, Lakers go win. I'm going against them, you know what I'm saying, but... It, I could just I see. Them. I could see that matchup again. I could see. I, got, I could see people wanting that again. I got the Lakers in Boston. Now you want to be trying to bring back the, the rivalry? Rivalry. Okay. I mean, the NBA set up a whole little rivalry week on purpose. <laughs> it's, it's the theme this year: rivalries. <laughs> I mean, Boston has grown over the past few years, bro. They've been they've been itching each year closer and closer. They basically been you know. A couple rounds of playoffs, then that one year they went to Eastern Conference when they when they played against LeBron, of course. Then the year before that, you know what I'm saying? The last year they got to the finals. Like they've been making moves each year, so I think they got it figured out. They may have some turmoil with Jalen Brown if you know he's still butthurt about almost getting traded. But all in all, I think they are the more experienced team now. You know what I'm saying? As far as a team as a whole, they the they've got better. The East, yeah, I agree. Yeah, they got better. Each year, they are still the same unit. The guys are stepping up. They know their parts, and the coach can actually coach. So I just feel like they're not – granted no injuries, they're not going to go away that easy. And I just feel like with the, the youth in them and the experience that they have as a unit, that they, they're going to be hard to beat. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give it to them. And, of course, the Lakers, I just feel like this is the year LeBron – you know, I think this is probably going to be his actual. If we can get to the finals, this going this going to be his best championship. It's going to be better than his three and one. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be better than that three and one comeback year. Like this is going to be his year. So, Lakers in Boston and, and then the finals, and I got the Lakers winning in seven. All right. So I'll say this: <laughs> if you if your sleeper team, if the young team Memphis, if if they can knock out Golden State, then I would agree with that whole prediction. Because I think Memphis would be the one that could, that could put Golden State out. Right, right. And if we're lucky, we might they might see them like second round, third round. You know what I'm saying? Knock them out for us. You get them out the way. You feel me? So, um, but yeah, that's my predictions for the year uh, for the finals. And I think the Lakers are winning all. I'm just gonna be biased. Would you put your money on it? You know I am. All right, say less. Fan duel. Holla at me. <laughs> now, lastly, moving on from the next year's predictions, um, I posted a little thing on our on our story on our IG page, Earth Thing Wavy Podcast, and I asked out of these four players who will have the better comeback season between Russ, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, or DeAndre Aiden, and everybody voted Anthony Davis. I think he had like fifty percent vote out of everybody the most. So everybody feel like Anthony Davis will have the better comeback season. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. He needed out of anybody right, on right. that list. Realistically, he needed the most. Right, for sure. I think Anthony Davis will have a better comeback season. Uh, if we trade Russ, Russ will have a good season because he's gonna play somewhere else with no expectations and he will ball out. Um, but yeah, I believe Anthony Davis will have the better comeback season, and I got a bet <laughs> with the homie Coop 
that Ben Simmons will shoot at least 20 or more threes this year. He don't believe he will. I believe Ben Simmons will shoot at least 20 threes this year. I don't know about making them, but all I said was shooting at least 20 plus threes this year. We got like a little $20 bet going on. So if you're listening, Ben, I need you to shoot 20 threes. <laughs> I even predicted. I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. 23? How many threes has he shot so far in his career? Well, the homie said in 200 some games, he only shot like, I think, 13 or something like that. <laughs> so. And you expecting 23 out of a whole season? With the way his life been these last two years. The way his life been the last two years, from that Philadelphia year to last year, not playing with Brooklyn, I think he got something to prove as well. He just broke up with his girlfriend, so he's single. You know how single niggas are. They got to get their bitches, so they're going to play better. <laughs> so, And then I just feel like with Kyrie and KD, they're going to they gonna bully him into shooting the ball. Those two niggas is annoying. <laughs> I can just imagine those two niggas at practice. Like He's annoying. They're going to be annoyed into shooting the ball, so... I really believe 20 plus threes. And then he, the homie Coop said he'll give me 20 bucks. I don't even see them because him the ball right now. <laughs> he going to have the ball in his hands. <laughs> so, right. And then the homie said he'll give me 20 bucks instantly because I also predicted Ben Simmons will take the first three of the game of the season. <laughs> Over the oh, net, before KD? The ah. Nets first game All of right. the season. Ben Simmons will Hold shoot on. a three. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see some. Who they playing? It don't even matter. It, it matters. <laughs> ben was supposed to play in the playoffs last year. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do nothing for the Sixers that last year. Like this is the year that the man is going to shut everybody up. First play of the game, he gonna walk down court. He gonna receive the ball and he gunning it. <laughs> it might be all backboard. It might be all net. I don't know, but he's shooting the first shot. For the Nets market right here, right now. It's <laughs> an earth thing, wavy exclusive. <laughs> Yo, nah, you tripping. All right, man, let's close it out. With, what's this? Well, we got some NBA hot news. Uh, your boy John Moran, aka John John Casamigos, he said he will cook Michael Jordan one on one. Facts or cap? Cap. Cap. <laughs> Ain't nothing to say out of that cap. Michael Jordan in his prime, Michael Jordan even in his heyday will cook John Morant. But I like the confidence. Um, sidebar, did you see uh, John Morant bought his dad a house next door to him? I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, well, I don't know if I would. Let me take that back. I wouldn't buy him a house next door. Maybe down the block, <laughs> but not next door. But yeah, I see. I mean, technically, it's not next door because niggas had acres. Niggas was like, hey, he was yelling across the field, "Yo, pops!" You know, what I'm saying? Like, yo. <laughs> so it wasn't close, close, but it's just the fact that you know I can drive out and see pops right there. You know what I mean? I thought that was pretty dope or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's dope. Shout out to him for that. But yeah, um, what else we got, man? Summer League Pro Am, that was like the hottest thing this year. Like, this is probably the most active year since the lockout year, they said, where a lot of players is going to these Pro Ams hooping and shit. Um, a lot of no name players or a lot of players like that's not like superstars, they go every year to stay in shape. But this year, a lot of stars went out. Of course, everybody talked about Braun in the Drew League. Braun went to uh, Jamal Crawford's little crossover league. Trey Long played in uh, the Drew League. Of course, DeMar always played. 
Shit, everybody went almost everywhere. You know what I mean? Shit, the Hawks damn near took half their team and went to a couple of programs just to run together. So I thought that was pretty dope. But I mean, it's a good uh, way to build like that team chemistry, though. So facts that was smart. So do you see that becoming a trend, or, did, or that was just this summer? I mean, it's always been a thing. You know, the NBA players at some point every couple of years or whatever. You know, they used to do the like the Rucker and shit and all of that. But for like the pro amp, that's before I do, the money got this big. Though. Yeah, for the pro amp, I do see that happening more and more. Now, do you think after Chet got hurt, would that make a lot of teams say, "Yo, slow it down a little bit"? Because that play that he got hurt on was so pointless. He should just let LeBron dunk, but instead he wanted to try to block him. And look, now he's out for the whole year. I think that was just a bad decision on his part. I don't too much seeing the team uh, team owners and all of that organizations telling players like, "Hey, we don't want y'all. We don't want y'all doing that. It's too much of a liability." I just think for him, he just made a, a bad move, a bad choice. Mm. I mean, because look at it. Like, remember that year Paul George and them? Um, he snapped his leg and all of that. And that was for the U.S. though. It, but it's still like you playing outside of um, for the gold NBA. medal. That's that's something that's. That's look, not, look how many p- players didn't go and play the following years because of that. What do you mean? Everybody, four years later, everybody played again. <laughs> no, there was, there was a bunch of players that, that should have been there, and they like, nah, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not interested so in those, that. Some of those players didn't have no choice, but the players that mattered, they, they still came back four years later and played. It scared the shit out of everybody, but that could have happened in the yeah, regular NBA game. Like, like with Sean, that team like with Sean Livingston. Better. Like there was, so some, there was I said that team could have been better. Like if we'd have had some of those, some of the other top players. Actually Did we not play. win? Did we not win? You know what I'm saying, bro. Like we no, gonna win we regardless. Win. Did we? Did we? Not, nah, actually didn't. We had we lost a couple times. I mean, at one time, so we had to have the whole little redeem team. So we lost before. We ain't always win. Yeah, but losing before and losing consistently is two different things. Like I've lost right. once. Lo- in the lost last is lost, nigga. Before years. that, we before that we never lost. <laughs> So, nigga, we was the fucking, you know what I mean? We was the yeah, You the more world. so proving my point. Like, we don't what, never what, lose. We've lost once with other teams, other countries, they're losing but we lost, all the time. But we lost that year, not because nobody got hurt. We lost that time because, nigga, the, the Europeans is getting better. And the players went over there playing around bullshit. And we had elite players who played. So, these are two different conversations. The point is... Uh, we only lost that one time. The redeem team came, and we ain't lost since. <laughs> and then when Paul George got hurt, niggas didn't change. <laughs> we kept they played because it's four years later. But I hear what you're saying. That that but that's a little different too. Uh, program versus playing for gold medal is different, and it's a Nike thing too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a contract in there somewhere. I don't know. I feel like it's money involved with the USA thing. Like, don't forget they get paid for winning too. They not they don't get paid a lot, but when you win in the Olympics, you still get a little something. So, at least you get a couple of dollars for winning in the in the, in the gold medals, not at the fucking park. You know what I'm saying? So, all in all, I, I think they should keep playing, but um, I think players gotta be smarter though. You know what I'm saying? Because that was stupid on his part. Yeah, it was, a, it was just a bad decision. Bad decision, bad play. All together. But it's gonna work. It's gonna work out for OKC anyway, because now they're gonna be a trash team. They're gonna end up being a number one pick again. They go get that that tall kid in France right now, who's like seven three, who could do everything a fucking point guard could do. So <laughs> it's all. I don't even think the old boy really hurt. Just like Ben Simmons wasn't really hurt. Just like Blake Griffin wasn't really hurt. They just gonna send him out the whole year. You know what I'm saying? And get him developed. Get him in the gym. Come back, and then he'll be alright. All right, man. Ladies, if any of y'all listening, NBA 2K23 is on the horizon. 
you don't want your man to cheat, <laughs> get that NBA 2K3. You know what I mean? And let your man have fun. Leave him alone. Make him some popcorn. Give him some drinks. And let that man enjoy his 2K. It's the only time you go get your man to be faithful from October to December. So get that game and get out the way. <laughs> oh, man. What don't, else we don't got, get man? the game because you love him. Get the game so the nigga don't go. It's what this nigga said. Hey, my career is more important than pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, nigga, you already know. When we create that my player, you know what I'm saying? For that my career mode, niggas is trying to get to the league, trying to make the team, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't be caring. They got to buy VC points. Like, man, fuck them bitches outside. <laughs> my player only 71. <laughs> Yo. Like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas take 2K to the heart, you know what I mean? So, yeah, ladies. This is the perfect time to sit his ass down. <laughs> 2K. Give, give him the uh, the Jordan edition too so you get the extra free 100,000 of VC points so you get some tattoos and shit. <laughs> we gotta have a 2K talk one day. <laughs> Yo, we could talk about 2K for days. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. But speaking of uh, 2K, I, I'm not a fan of it, but they gave Jake Cole a cover as well. Moving on. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard look buff as a motherfucker. <laughs> you saw that fucking video of his ass working out? That nigga look buff as a bitch. And it seems like everybody's trying to have that more comeback season. You know what I'm saying? So they right, the gym, right. They, they trying to get their strength up, get their shots up. Right. So I think Bromley going two-on-one against his kids out in the, in the front yard. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I think that's enough for the NBA. Let's go ahead and get to some NFL. All right, y'all. So let's get into some football. Um, but before we dive into that, bro, can we agree that the Cowboys is going to be trash this year? Trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> Michael Orvin rolling over in his grave right now, even though he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, let's continue to come together as a nation. Get these cowgirls up out of here every game this season. Melly Easy, <laughs> Greg, <laughs> Cowboys is trash. This year, Dak will be exposed. Zeke over here looking like somebody auntie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rocking that purse and shit with his belly button out. So I don't think. I don't think Cowboys got it this year, boy. This is not their year. So let's give a round of applause for the Cowboys being trash again. <laughs> now, nah, but football's back, man. You know what I mean? It's here Thursday. You know, by the time I listen to this, the day or two after the season officially start, you know what I mean? So let's go ahead and get to repping your teams now. We can't be pulling no, no wishy-washy shit, last-minute team jumping, you know what I mean? So. Just let y'all niggas know now, Mike Wavy, a.k.a. Philadelphia Eagles. Rep your team, nigga. Who you got? Y'all already know what it is. Nine a gang over here. 14 and two this season. I'm calling it. I'm sorry, sorry. 15 and two. Excuse me. 15 and two. Well, shit, we talking shit. I, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 14 and three. You know, be a little humble. You know, we might give one game away to the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? But... Other than that. So you, so you, 
<laughs> so you just go give one to the Cowboys after? They, All they, right. Yeah, they 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 managed to you know play a little extra harder when it's us. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, we will be the NFC stud champions on our way to the Super Beasy. Yep, yep. But other than that, man, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I got my package ready. Pause. I'm about to be out here watching all the games. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a good year, man. Exciting, exciting, exciting. So it's going to be lit, man. Who y'all playing for game one? The Lions. So you know that's an easy W. <laughs> Starting off 1-0 on they dog asses. What about y'all? We got the Bears. So you already know. That's an oh, easy yeah. win, too. The little Cubs. Yeah, that's I, I think we'll be up on them by a touchdown, though. I think I think we'll beat them by seven. No, we beat them by twenty-one. We're gonna send a statement early. <laughs> let everybody know. I'm calling it now. I even told FanDuel <laughs> we started the season off five and oh, nigga. I'm calling it now. <laughs> five and oh. Yep, man. You see our team, bro? Looking marvelous right now, boy. Shout out to Howie. He did his thing this offseason, boy. The last time we did this good in the offseason was 2018. And guess what happened that year? We won the bowl. All right, nigga. <laughs> I hear you. Nah, but what else we got going on? So, fantasy football. A lot of people I know at work, friends and family, they all in the whole fantasy football thing. Have you ever done it? Not yet. Okay, so that means we're gonna have to set it up. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start our first, uh, our first ever fantasy football league. You know, we're gonna keep it small and simple with a few homies, and let's see how it goes. And then from there, shit, we'll have it next year, and we'll add more people to it. So I'm actually excited about starting. I ain't never done it. I did a couple YouTube videos. It's way simpler than I thought it was. <laughs> but I just hope everybody who's in the league uh, stay on top of it. You know what I mean? So. It's you lit. thought it was complicated. It, it seemed like it did, but it, there there are some I see, and just the way that they they set their fantasy season up, it it do look complicated. Um, right, right. But the way the world is now, apps and shit, you just press a button here, do this, do that. Yep, yep. So, but yeah. now it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a lot of shit talking. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I think about it, should we do a little, little cash prize? Everybody put a dub in. You know what I'm saying? And. Made a victor get the get the little money, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. Then maybe down the line we get like a championship belt in the future. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 be taking this shit serious, bro. So I'm excited to see how it turn out, though. So if y'all playing any football leagues, y'all want us to join, you know what I'm saying? Tap in, let us know. We'll join, you know what I'm saying? We still amateurs, but we'll fuck it. We'll we'll hop in real quick, you know. So that's what's up, man. I'm in it for the shit talking. So yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah. So. What we else we got on the docket, bruh? Oh, you know, we got to talk about contracts. We talked about contracts with the NBA. We got to talk about contracts with the NFL. Okay, okay. So, with your boy, Kyle Murray, five years, $230 million, 160 guaranteed. Oh, bro. Man. Cool game. It's funny, too, because they try to add stipulations in his contract, like Zion, where... They try to make him watch uh, at least four hours of film a week. But uh, after the backlash from uh, players around the league, they decided to take it out. So 
you know, supposedly Kyler Murray don't watch uh, film, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised after that last game he had. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit, that nigga missed all the reads on that one. So, but nah, he got his money though, which, you know, my inside source told me back in what? Fucking April he was going to get his money. You know what I'm saying? They just have to play the game and weigh it out. You know what I mean? So, shout out to him, man. Debo, Debo Samuels got three years, 73.5 million. I'm like, damn, that's all. We could have gave him more. Definitely give him more down the line for real. Like if he's still an impact for us of us winning, got to pay him more. Got to pay him more. If y'all don't run him into the ground, I give it about two years and afterwards he'll be an eagle. <laughs> we'll pay. First off, we'll take we'll care. First off, we take care of ours. Don't do that. Cap, y'all nobody need, running them into the ground. Y'all Knock only, it off. Y'all only take care of Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think his he got that payment because and y'all, and y'all you you know more than I do about your team. But just on the outside looking in, I feel like I honestly feel he got that amount because he's only going to play wide receiver this year. I feel like if they was going to use him like they did last year, which is everything, including the janitor, then he would have got more money. But, you know, one of his complaints was he only wanted to be a wide receiver. So I think he got wide receiver money, even though it's still cheap. But I think if he would have agreed to just be that universal player he was showed last year, he would have got him a good 150 easy. But who knows? That's just my speculation. I could be wrong. So, I mean, I don't think he wants to be labeled as a wide receiver running back. Like he want to just be labeled as a receiver, right? But if them plays work, nigga, they gonna run them. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, it got y'all almost to the fucking bowl. You know what I'm saying? So why not run it back? But that's all right. We got you, Debo. You know what I'm saying? Be patient, play boy. We'll come get you, just like we did AJ Brown. <laughs> we made a trade for AJ Brown, then boom, we gave him four years, a hundred and ten. He goes immediately. As <laughs> soon as the trade was done, I think got paid. We don't play around. Y'all don't play around or y'all just had the money laying around. Call it how you want, nigga. We paying niggas. I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Mr. Gummy Bears. Mr. Gummy Worms. What's his name? <laughs> DK Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga buffer in the microwave talking about he only eat one meal a day in a bag of gummies. Nigga, I've been eating gummies since 04. I gained nothing but weight. <laughs> nah, but he got a three years, 72 million. Plus, he got a $30 million signing bonus off top. So, you know, he stayed with the Seahawks. He ain't going nowhere. He got his money. He finna have a trash ass year with Geno. So <laughs> At least he paid now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, that's cold. He's going to have a trash year with ass. That's Bro, you saw that quarterback? <laughs> Gino Smith was trash at the Jets. He was trash in New Orleans. Now he's about to be trash in Seattle. So DK got his money, man. Hopefully he get him a gummy uh, endorsement because he ain't about to win shit else. But I'm just saying, bro. Moving on, Stefan Diggs got four years, 96 mil. So he's staying with the Bills. So side That's, not bad. That's, That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Now, the biggest question of them all right now, bro, is will Lamar Jackson get paid, paid? Yes, 100%. He better. Will his loyalty pay off, though? Because 
First of all, I just found out this motherfucker don't have an agent. I don't know how true that is. I heard he's actually his own agent. <laughs> so I don't know how true that is, but if that is, that's crazy. Uh, secondly, he's already agreed that he's he's not stressing it as far as getting a contract extension because he feel like they're going to take care of him. So he's planning to play this year on his remaining contract. But uh, a lot of people feel like he shouldn't play in case he gets hurt. Um, but he, he's being too loyal, in my opinion. I, I feel like, you know, if anybody learned anything from Isaiah Thomas, nigga, get paid when you can because the moment you can't, they're going to turn their back on you. You know what I mean? So God forbid anything happened to Lamar this season. But my question to you is, what do you think he deserved when you look at Patrick Mahomes getting a half a billion? When you look at Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Touch, got 230 guaranteed. Then you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers who get a little bit of something. Do you think Lamar is a $200 million man? I do. I think he's worth the 200 mil. Long term. You know what I'm saying? Granted, so. he ain't won a bowl yet, but he did get the MVP. You know what I'm saying? Very young. You know what I'm saying? He is the Ravens for all we know. So I don't think he'll get a half a billion like fucking uh like uh Mahomes because he didn't win the Super Bowl. Nah. But two thirty, like like Watson, I think that's possible. They gave him two thirty with a stain on his name. You know what I'm saying? Lamar don't got no stain on his name. He ain't got no trouble on and off the field. He's been a professional his whole career so far. I think he deserves two million, two hundred and thirty plus guaranteed. But it's gonna be interesting to see what he get though. So shout out to him, man, and hopefully they take care of his ass, bro. They should. He is they he is the team for them right now. He is getting shit done every night. So. <laughs> right. And while we talk about another nigga that's doing good on and off the field, Mr. Russell Wilson, aka Mr. New Denver Bronco, just got an extension. Five years, 245. And he's damn near, what, 32? You know what I'm saying? He's almost 10 years younger than, almost eight years younger than uh, Lamar. And they just gave him 245 with 165 guarantee, bro. Crazy. So, it, I mean, money's getting given out here, boy. So I just hope Deshaun, uh, excuse me, Lamar get paid. I hope Deshaun don't get no more massage therapists. <laughs> and I hope Future don't make no diss tracks for the world. Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Because everybody making money over here. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. Salute to those guys, man. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this year turn out, man. What else we got? All right. So the biggest story in NFL is the whole Deshaun Watson, the suspension, six games. Gotcha. <laughs> what what you feel about that, man? Since you since you got the little side notes in the back, what you feel about that? What's your thoughts? <laughs> I personally feel like, well, from the outside, I feel like he ain't done nothing wrong. I feel like he ain't get charged with no type of, you know. You know, charges, you know what I mean? They all was dropped. It was not enough evidence to proceed. You know what I'm saying? It was all a money play. I feel like the Texans tried to get at him and do him dirty. It backfired. So nobody can charge him because there was nothing done that wasn't unconsensual. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, every woman who was there agreed, you know, whether she made it felt bad afterwards or not. In the moment, she agreed. They agreed. They could have easily left. 
it's clearly this nigga got a problem because he had what sixty plus massages all throughout twenty twenty. Like, bro, you didn't even play, and why you need so many massages? But right, and what if they could consider it a personal conduct violation, right? And I feel like that's a dress up just to keep the just to keep the spectators quiet. Like, just just we gotta do something. Technically, he ain't do shit wrong, but fuck bitches. It ain't no different if, excuse me, I don't want to call the massage therapist bitches, but it wouldn't be no different if he would have fucked 60 uh, IG models. You know what I'm saying? It's just the fact that they try to paint that picture. It clearly didn't go the way it was supposed to go, which means he didn't do it. So you're going to find him and suspend him for being a, a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, I guess because they acted out or I guess because they was, you know, mad about it, but technically he wasn't hit with nothing. Like, I feel like if no one on the outside made a big deal, he would have been playing game one, no problems. But they had to do a little something, so that's why they said initially the six. But when they was like, "Oh, only six, that's enough," Roger Odell had to Goodell had to, you know, put his chest out a little bit. So he gave him eleven, you know what I mean, plus a five million dollar uh, a five million dollar fine, which is supposed to go to charity or whatever. Which my thing is, why that five million can't go split amongst those women. <laughs> I'm just it saying. It don't work like that, bro. You already know it. What do you mean? What, okay, what, what that five million finna go to? What, what organization that shit finna go to? Man, shit ain't finna go nowhere. They knew what they was doing. The Browns knew what they was doing. The NFL just flip-flopped them last minute because of outside noise. Because that contract was put together with all this information going on NFL signed off on it and knew he was going to get this contract. And it's smart, bro. Think about it. They knew it was going to be some type of repercussion. That's why they gave him a $230 million guaranteed deal that would take place in the 2023 season. And this year, he was only going to get a million dollars because they knew he was going to get suspended for at least a couple of games. So everybody on both sides is playing the ball. It's just, unfortunately, uh, public opinion has struck again and they had to do something to save face. You know what I'm saying? But well, if you feel like he didn't really do anything wrong, then why won't he try to appeal this? Because nigga, next year I get 230 guaranteed. I don't give a fuck about this little five million. <laughs> like, nigga, I already had five million. Like, my contract this year is supposed to be just a million dollars. I already got money from my last couple of contracts. So me adding four of my money. And, and then next year I'm about to get 200 and, and, uh, what, 60, 200, excuse me, 294 that back. Like, nigga, I'm cool. Like, nigga, I want to play. I want to get this shit under the rug. I got to pay these girls anyway. So let's go ahead and get this shit over with. Let me take it on the chin because if I fight it and appeal it, guess what happens? I appeal it. It goes back into the, the system. They huddle up again. They try to go, okay, let's come back now. Let's go ahead and say, they say, oh, we'll give you nine. You know what I mean? But in that time of appealing it, it ain't going to happen overnight. It ain't going to happen in a day or two. That appeal could take six or seven months, which means that can prolong him plan, which means that might roll over into next season. Now his money will get affected. So why appeal it? Just get it over with, take it on the chin, get it out the way. Come next year, come, I get a full season to myself and I get all my money from here on out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here and appeal it when y'all going to fuck over. This shit going to roll over into next year. Now the fine is even healthier, and I might find some new shit and make my suspension go from eleven games to another year. Now I'm out three years. Nah, they knew he was going to get suspended. They didn't know how many games. 
They said, fuck it. These remaining after that 11 games, he'll come back with week 12 or whatever. Those games going to be the game to get his rust off. And then come next year, Cleveland will be a powerhouse. That's my thoughts. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Now, you, you made a good argument. I ain't mad at you. Right, right. Speaking of some, speaking of somebody who they should suspend and who they should put on protocol <laughs> is your boy a- Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's who they should be looking into. Shaking my head. This thing over here on podcast is admitting that he over here was playing games on Perk 30s <laughs> and taking mushrooms. <laughs> like, nigga, I thought they have a drug protocol. Don't they have drug? You know what I'm saying? Obviously not in Green Bay. <laughs> The same nigga that lied about having a vaccine and the same nigga who said, well, I I, I do or I don't, but y'all got to figure it out on your own. The same man who done okey-doke y'all once is now telling y'all again, I'm playing high. <laughs> I'm on shrooms. Half the time, I don't even know where I'm at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga thought he was playing football on, on the Mars or whatever this whole time. Like, come on. Ain't that some type of drug violation in the NFL? Like, you could do what you want in the offseason, but even then, they still get drug tested. But your boy over here said, oh, yeah, I popped the perk there. <laughs> like, nigga, is you, is you a rapper? <laughs> like, how is that not uh, a couple game suspension or a fine or some shit? He willingly told us. He didn't even get caught doing a drug test. He told us, yo, I've been playing some games high as a pistol. <laughs> like, what's up with that? I don't know, bro. Man, I mean, I <laughs> do you honestly think like somebody kind of peeped that interview? That interview got sent to um, the NFL officials and they and got him drug tested. I'm I'm curious to know. Like, listen, I, he didn't because he would have said something about it. Because motherfucking uh, who's that? That nigga uh, Danny Green got a, got a tip jam one game. They got drug tested the next day. The boy who punted the ball for the Bills in the preseason. He punted that bitch almost 80 yards, got drug tested the next day. Like, when you do something you ain't supposed to be doing that's naturally, that looks not natural, they drug test you. Just think it verbally came out and said, I'd be on them things. <laughs> like, no drug test? Come on, man. So it literally says that, so for the drug test, okay, the NFL and the NFLPA prohibits players from the legal use or possession or distributing of drugs including but not limited to cocaine, marijuana, any synthetics, uh, cannabis, all of the, you know what I'm saying, Uh, opioids, all of that. So to answer your question, yes, there is a drug policy in place. But is there a drug policy based on color? (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) What else we got, Black Boy? Because we ain't trying to get canceled. (laughs) But you know, when it's white, it's all right. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you say I'll be saying some wild shit. This episode is brought to you by Tequila. <laughs> all right. So Tampa Bay, Tom Brady and them, do you think there's trouble in paradise over there? Mm, why do you think it's trouble? So Brady haven't worked out with the team, missed some practices. You know, that, that kind of spells like a little bit of trouble or someone ain't seeing eye to eye. If if your main star, you know, saying the person leading the pack ain't showing up to practice. I mean, one of his quotes was, you know, he getting, you know, um, he said something um, that seemed way to like, you know, he's older now, something, you know what I mean? So 
I don't know. Is old age getting to him? That's what some people are asking. Like maybe he, you know, need to rest because it's preseason. But sources is also saying it might be trouble at home. <laughs> What's her name? Griselda? <laughs> she ain't too happy about this nigga coming back. He said he was going to retire and then he went back. He thought that was going to be it. Nah, playboy. We all married. We know how that goes. And the game been seen for 11 practices. Somebody might play hands on his ass. He might have popped him upside his face or some shit. He got a little scar in his face. He can't show. You know what I mean? I don't know. But it's just funny to me that, you know, he can't be normal. Like, he had to be speculation to why. That nigga 44 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, in his 21st season, 20th season or whatever. Like, what the fuck can he preseason for? You know? But. The narrative is, you know, he could be, you know, experiencing some problems with his health, you know, due to his age or, you know, his violence going on at the house. <laughs> I don't know, but I know he's going to be ready game one. That's for facts. He's going to beat the Cowboys easy. So, you know, I got money on it. So he'd be all right. <laughs> I don't think it's so much violence, but I think we talked about this like a couple of episodes ago where it's just like, okay, he was retired, got home, you know, saying, Kids getting on his nerves, wife this and that, and he's just like, "Yo, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna go play one more year." I thought I was ready for retirement, but y'all getting on my goddamn nerves. She said, "She said, I ain't bet, nigga, but you ain't playing the preseason." <laughs> you think that's a- <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Brady shit? You know, the team ain't gonna be mad without you know what I mean. Like, nah. But you know, we'll see, man. I think he, I think he just reserved this stuff. He had to be in his little icebox incubator machine, so he can, you know, reserve his age and shit. You know what I mean? Like he just, you know, recharging, getting ready for the season. So ain't no big deal. But we shall see. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, this is yours. Yeah, man. So Jimmy and the Forty ers they came to an agreement, a one year deal for him to play. Backup, highest paid backup at that. Bro, why, why, why y'all keeping him? <laughs> what did he got on the owner? <laughs> Between him and Dazzle Haslam, y'all niggas just got like something with the team, bro. Like, let that man go. <laughs> why y'all want Jimmy G so bad? I thought Trey Lance is y'all, y'all future. Trey Lance is the future, and, and they starting with Trey, but I think they just, it's a precaution thing. Like, if something happened with young boy, he get injured or, you know. Uh, well, well, first of all, that's I think fair. it's more so they just worried about if he gets injured, I think, honestly. Because there's got, not, a, other than that, there's not a, a another good backup. Now that's Cap because Jimmy ain't a player. First of all, personally, I don't think Jimmy is, is, is washed. He is still a starting quarterback. No, I, I don't disagree with you. So why the fuck he not in somewhere like Seattle or or New Orleans where he could be getting, especially Seattle, he could be over but there. Who's to say his ch- his chances of probably getting a better payday is probably more higher if he waits one more year, which is a possibility. Someone, someone, uh, me and uh, Unc had a conversation about that. That makes sense. That's that's not a, a possibility, but why not go over there and play? He, obviously he got what, six million for this one year, but he could at least got 15 for one year with the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. They, they desperate. You know what I'm saying? They got Geno Smith. Like, what the fuck? It would have, it would have gave me <laughs> some money I would have played. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's cool. Cause that means it might fuck up Lance's thought process. Like, I can't fuck up. I can't do this. I can't do that. Cause the moment things don't go the way y'all want it. Here comes uh, Mr. Saver. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't like that. You know what I mean? But that's not my team. So 
well, even Jimmy said like he he sees the talent in the kid and he's actually yeah, coaching so, him things like that. So that could be another reason why Jimmy's staying around one more year. Niggas lie every day, B. <laughs> Niggas lie every day, hey, B. I'm gonna if I would, I bet you his tone gonna change when he go to a different team. But right now, I'm not gonna fuck the locker room up by saying the truth. Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and say what needs to be said. That's a veteran move. Nah, I see a lot of potential, and you gonna be a good boop. Shut up, nigga. You, <laughs> you ain't happy about it, but we shall see, man. I also think, uh, you know, low key, Jimmy might not be fully healthy, and they just gonna mask it real quick. You know what I'm saying? So those just my thoughts, man. But uh, not as a possibility. Moving on from that, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield. He, you know, <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> he got with the Panthers. I think I got to run that back. I did say I thought Cap would get picked before him, but Seahawks don't. They, they they keep, you know, speaking on Cap Kaepernick, but, you know, they didn't take advantage of it, so they stuck with Geno Smith uh, week one. And Baker went to the Panthers, of course, and in good fashion, he took uh, Sam Darnold's spot. So now he's the week one's quarterback, QB1. And he already said he's going to fuck the Browns up <laughs> game one. So that's going to be a, a good game to watch. You know, talking big shit now that Deshaun ain't playing. But, oh, we we see, we see. You know what I mean? But shout out oh, to think, him. You think he's talking all that big shit because Deshaun not playing? Is that what you think it is? Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna show y'all that y'all picked the nigga that like to touch people over me. I'm about to smoke y'all, but it would be a different conversation if Deshaun was playing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I still got the Browns winning uh, the first game against the Panthers, though. Uh, I'm all in with the Browns because they still got other point pieces that they can do. You know what I mean? So. We shall see, man. What else, man? We got some, some more serious little football uh, news. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so Brian Robinson of Washington was shot in an attempted robbery. Now, I don't, um, did it say, or did you hear like how he's doing and what type of um, injury did he sustain? Like where he was, he, he, was, he was in critical condition, but he survived. Uh, they had a video showing he showed up to practice just to get the coach some Oreo cookies like he requested. And I guess they had like little you know player duties and shit. So he showed up on crutches, gave the coaches Oreos, and everybody was clapping and hugging him. So he's moving. They expect him to actually possibly join the team and play uh, at some point later on this season. So it, the, the wounds may not have been as bad as uh, it seemed, but, you know, prayers up to him, healthy, speedy recovery, you know what I mean? And that shit crazy, man. Like, Most definitely. It could have it could have gone another way, totally. Um, but I think coming back this year, if if you were in critical condition in the hospital, coming back this year to play football, I don't know, may not be the smartest move, but it all depends on where he was hit, what you know what I'm saying? And right. mm-hmm. I guess the recovery. Could be half Wolverine too, so who knows? But you know, salute to him though. I mean, the only thing I know who can heal fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so hey. Uh, shit, another news, man. Uh, talk about uh, the rise and fall of a rookie player immediately. Like, Bills rookie punter Matt uh, Ariza, he was cut. Yeah, he was cut um, after a civil suit hit the news uh, of him and two guys from college allegedly gang raping a 17-year-old girl. Um, 
this is not an actual court case from what I've seen. It's more so a civil suit. Um, so you take that how you want to take it. Um, it's fucked up, you know. Um, now moment. is is an uh, it's an allegation or is there facts to to this actually happen? I'm not 100 sure, but if it was facts to it, I think they'd be going to trial, trial. But they're right. going there in civil case, so that means whoever that young lady is, you know, um, she's looking to get paid, you know, for her pain and suffering. Um. Same situation, like when it comes to like with Deshaun. Like, granted, there was no trial for you know, there was no proof of doing wrongdoing. They're still suing him and going to get you know financial, you know, money for the damages. Well, but, yeah, they're they're suing him because he was like, even if he was there, you know, what I'm saying that if it was like a party or a club or something, and he was there, there's there's people that he knew, roommates or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah, we suing you too. I barely even know the girl. Don't matter. You was there. Or you knew you knew the people that she was with. But we know why. Why? I mean, this man, okay, look, I don't know how true or not true it is. I'm not disregarding the charges or the, the situation or whatever, but if it's in a civil suit and not a case, like it looks like to some it looks like a money grab. Because before he made it to the league, wouldn't this information have already gotten to the team? Because, you know, the NFL, they do, like, deep dive on niggas' lives before they draft them. You know what I mean? Because they want to make sure that they got a player who is not, you know, on OBS. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do these extensive interviews. They ask, like, these questions. They they learn your background. Should I've even heard some NFL teams send the PIs out to follow certain players around to see how they live and how they move before they draft them. So whether that's true or not, you know, that's speculation. But my point is, did the Bills know this is um, uh, a situation that had, that came about uh, and they decided to say fuck it anyway? Or did this come up after, you know, is his signing up joining the NFL? You know what I mean? Like, you got to look at all these these avenues of these things these days. You know, I'm not saying she's lying. not saying he, he did or didn't. You know, everything is what it is. But from what I understand, it's, it's a civil suit. So, therefore, it you know, she's going to sue them and get money for it. And to some, you know, reading the comments, it looked like this wouldn't even came about if he never made the league. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing it out there, you know? So who knows, man? You know, it's fucked up regardless. It's one of the biggest things college athletes have to worry about and have to deal with um, when they're in college and they, you know, have a path to, to, to future millions uh, anything you do can come back to haunt you. You know what I mean? Like, if he did do it, you know, he should be going to jail and not paying somebody a couple of dollars and getting off. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, they cut him. He was on a rookie contract, so he probably didn't get no money guaranteed anyway. But, you know, I feel like if that shit really was, you know, a big, big deal, he should have been arrested. And, uh, and at that time, he shouldn't even got this far in the league if, if it was something that was, you know, hidden or under the covers or out there blatantly, he should have been, you know, in jail already for it, you know, but uh, I didn't look too, I didn't look too much into the case, so I'm not going to put too much more thought in it, but I just go off comments and what I've seen and what I've heard, so you know, but yeah. Well, let's go ahead and, and keep it pushing and, and get back to the NFL talk. Um, Super Bowl predictions, do you have any right now or is it too soon for you? Think of the Eagles is going to win. <laughs> September 5th 
11 p.m. Philadelphia Eagles will be the 2022-23 champions. Who they going up against? Market. I'm going to be nice, and I'm going to go ahead and say the Denver Broncos. Wow. All right. And I got $5 on it on FanDuel. <laughs> Pay y'all going to be about 11000 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every prediction I speak on, bro, I gotta pay. I gotta, uh, I gotta bet go <laughs> So I ain't just talking; I'm living it. So I got the Broncos and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Damn, I ain't mad at you though. You supposed to feel like your team going. I got my team going, but I. <laughs> yeah, I know Lakers. But, you don't believe in Lakers either, so you got no. That, that's that's not what I see. see yes, you did. You, words, you got the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> there are some teams. Okay, I, I gotta go jump back to NBA real quick. There are some teams we know when the Lakers play them, bro, and it's it's always it's like some type of like negative energy holding them back or something. It's like they don't have the fight. To, to beat certain teams, so that's annoying to me. But those are certain players that we have that just don't put their all in. If we can get rid of those players... We got rid of them, baby. We got Patrick Beverly. What you mean? Oh, my God. You know how... <laughs> all right. Moving, going back. All right. My predictions, like I said, I, I feel like my team definitely going to the Super Bowl. Who they going to go up against? Or who I would like to see them go up against, honestly? The Eagles, so y'all can come out here to Arizona because the Super Bowl won't be out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we live, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know, Uncle Chris come crash at the house. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna go to the game. I live about eight minutes from the stadium, play boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we Gucci. So look, I didn't even go hold you. That would be dope if both our teams got to the Super Bowl and we went. Oh, nigga. But... Yeah, I look at I look at the tickets uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was about it was about seven thousand. <laughs> Say less. You got it? I got it. Yeah, ain't that <laughs> Hell yeah, I got it after we get these motherfucking endorsements. <laughs> nah, but let's get it. So, Eagles Super Bowl champion. We called it, you know, congrats already. Hey, no, no. We we didn't call nothing. He called that. Let's I, be clear. I got the trifecta. You know what I'm saying? I got the trifecta. I got the Lakers winning. I got the Dodgers winning. And I got the Eagles winning. Uh, Dodgers, I, I got them winning too. Facts. Uh, we'll talk about and that. And I got Alabama winning as well. I got all the sports. Don't even ask me how much it is. <laughs> no, no, no. Speak on that. I want to know. Like, we can talk about it offline, though. We, I, two hundred of them. Thanks. If they have all those win, Lakers, Eagles, Dodgers, uh, Alabama. Two hundred. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right, you know you tell me you be need nine percent. Mm. I'm gonna need nine percent. Well, once you catch out on yours, nigga, then it's fair game. <laughs> you still gotta pay your dues. <laughs> I got you, bro. Don't even trip. Cap. Anyways, moving along. This nigga treat me like a WNBA player. <laughs> now. <laughs> The running joke lately has been nobody wants to support the WNBA. The WNBA want to be paid like men. <sighs> Why not? Why not pay them? I mean, granted, yes, they're not NBA caliber when it comes to like the, the views, TVs. I'm not doing uh, this with you. I'm not doing this with you. What you mean? Because you just named two of the most important components. Views. 
they okay. You gotta admit their their view count is higher now than it was when they first started. Allegedly, because you don't got the numbers for that. So you think they went from a six people to seven people they deserve? Yeah, 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 crazy. Did you watch the game yesterday? No, I didn't catch the game. Yesterday. Exactly. Did you see who hit the game with the buzzer beater? Not even you didn't even see the highlight, nigga. That that tells you that you didn't even see a cut clip of these women playing their best basketball. Allegedly, because we didn't see it. So yeah, stop it. Um, we're not doing this. We're not. We're not gonna get canceled. We ain't finna WNBA shade. Now, now hold on. Are they not saying that they should be getting paid the same amount? Yes, they are. They're not saying the same amount. They're just they saying are. they should be getting paid more. They They're won't. just asking for more. And on top of the more money, they want a little bit more respect. They're athletes too. I get I get what they asking for. Uh, athlete is a strong word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they are basketball players, not athletes. Don't do that. All right. We ain't getting no, right. we ain't getting no WNBA support because <laughs> of you. You about to set me up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. The, the 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 jokes is it's a dude I don't know I don't I don't remember his IG name but he goes around offering people some weird items or WNBA tickets and everybody picked the weird items for example spam <laughs> this can of spam or WNBA tickets and people haven't been taking the can of spam which is so fucked up you know what I mean so that just shows you right there. And you see these women who are going to these games, planning these games, and, you know, they're almost on the NBA type of schedule uh, when it's like back-to-back or in the playoffs right now, you know, the game is like every other day type of shit. And they're stuck taking regular airline flights, like regular people to their games versus the NBA have private planes. You know what I'm saying? Even college has, they don't have private planes, but they have like a private access to like a plane from Delta or American or whatever the case may be. But these WNBA women are playing pro ball during the playoffs and they're yet sitting in fucking terminal four, you know, with the rest of the civilians waiting to go to their next game, which is not fair. You know what I mean? So they're not getting the respect they deserve. And, um, uh, some of us know why. And some of us like, you don't understand why now, now they should be making millions. Though. Don't get me wrong. They should be making millions. You know, they should at least, at least all of them should at least be making one million. But it's the reason why they don't. Let's not play it. Everything can't be equal because ain't nobody doing a 360 mil, ain't nobody dunking, ain't nobody shooting threes from half court like that, ain't nobody doing the things that the men do. So don't compare them. They play good basketball. They got good things. Some chicks in the WNBA can dunk. Some of them be doing some cold moves. Some of them put up buckets, but unfortunately, they don't get the proper backing. So until the WNBA decides to back them up, you can't expect the fans to. You know what I mean? Because on top of that, the NBA had to go through a trial run too. Remember back in the 80s and the late 70s, they wasn't even respected. I mean, they had to earn that. You know what I'm saying? It took them some time to get to where they are today. So the WNBA is going to have to pay their dues at some point too. You know what I mean? And I have a suggestion. What's your suggestion? Women college players should not have to play all four years. They should be able to leave when they're ready, just like men. Because you are got you got these young, athletic, hungry girls that's in college right now and have to stick around and wait four years before they come into the league. 
And that's like Paige, play for Kentucky, uh, Connecticut. She is already box office, bro. Why she's not playing in WNBA? She played last year. Get her out of there. She should be playing in WNBA right now. There's another other girl that plays who's real nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, get her out of there. Get them in there now, sooner than later. That way you can get them while they have this fan base. You know, this page got millions of followers and so forth. She has Gatorade endorsements already. And she's in Connecticut, bro. She's still in college with a Gatorade endorsement. She has a stock X endorsement. Like she's already getting attention. Get her ass in WNBA so her followings can come with her. Two million plus followers, half a million of them gonna actually watch her play. There you go right there. You know what I'm saying? Like get some of these players, get some of these players who actually have uh star power and uh that's still fucking active and, and, and aggressive. Cause once you get to WBA, it's like, you're like in a, a system, you know what I mean? Which is like college. Like you play in a system, you get robotic. And then four years later, you lose your mojo and you go into there. And it's like, it's not the same. It's like, you almost go into the abyss, get the asses while they're young and ready. No R Kelly and let them do their thing while they got the buzz behind them. Cause the buzz travels, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, everybody fucking wishy-washy, so what's hot today won't be hot tomorrow. So by the time Paige leaves Connecticut, she won't be the same Paige she is now. She might be better. She might be more skilled, but she won't have that same fire and spark that she has right now. Unless she do something dramatic or something crazy, she's not going to have that same type of uh, it factor she has now four so years from those, now. So you think those four years are pretty much wear her down by the time it's time to hit the pretty, WNBA? Pretty much. Pretty much. Cause she was hot as fish grease in high school. She had her first year in college. Did great. She should have been gone. You know what I'm saying? That next year, the NIL was approved, and she got crazy endorsements immediately. You don't get endorsements just for playing. You get endorsements because you have a following. You can bring uh, fans and customers to our products, so we want to endorse you. So if you think they're willing to give her money already for that while she's still in college, imagine what it can do her going to the league. You know what I'm saying? So just my suggestion. They don't need to be waiting four years. It ain't like, it ain't like, mm, moving on. <laughs> also, that also prevents these women from having to go overseas to make their money. You know what I'm saying? Which is why Brittany's in the predicament she's in now. Oh, man. Facing nine years for having some, for having some bullshit cartridge stuff or whatever the fuck she has. She's looking at nine years she shouldn't even be dealing with that if she was getting paid how she's supposed to she'd be over here at home chilling but nah she had to go over somewhere else to get a bigger bag and unfortunately she got called with some shit now look she's stuck in a dilemma now Dennis Robin on his way to save her I'm, I'm still lost at what they expect Dennis Robin <laughs> to do but at, at least someone is willing to <laughs> nah. Take the time and take the effort to try to go, you know what I'm saying, support this girl, have her back and get her home. So shout out to Dennis Rodman for you, that. The, the USA should that shit down immediately. <laughs> the next day it was like he is not going. <laughs> so yeah, it was it. Yeah, it was a thought. <laughs> but pretty cool. But anyways, man, free her, you know what I'm saying, and free anybody else. Just don't free the dimension of death. <laughs> Cause I think it don't deserve to be free. But we need to free Brittany, you know what I'm saying? Get her back home and then, you know, hopefully this will learn a lesson for everybody. Like, don't send our our good players and our, our, our players to these other countries to make money when they can make money right here. You know what I'm saying? Well, why not make, like, a a WG League or some shit? I don't know. Like, make another little league for the women or some shit. You know what I mean? But 
They don't need to be there. Make like a big three for women or whatever. I don't know. Just keep them from going overseas and putting themselves in harm's way and getting caught up in these situations like this. Or just petty asses. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. So, we'll show the predictions for the WNBA. Who, who's going to win it? We're in the playoffs right now. Who you got? I think Chicago. I don't think nobody could beat them. Connecticut giving them a nice little run. Um, yeah, I think the ace gonna win it all this year. Um, but it would be nice to see Sue Bird kind of leave on top. But um it was it Asia Williams Asia Williams Wilson, she 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 too nice right now, you know what I'm saying? So I think she gonna she gonna prevail. I think the ace will win when it's all said and done. But Yo, yeah. so you think the ace is gonna win the whole thing? Yep, yep, yep. All right. It's gonna be aces in Connecticut in the in the WNBA finals on YouTube. No, all right. No, I'm, I'm serious. It's, that's, it, that's, all right. Yeah, you're right. Baseball. <laughs> we got baseball coming for y'all. I gonna, you go ahead and start this one. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it, it gonna nah, I, got, I got you. I got you. It ain't shit going on with baseball. Baseball play 150 some games. They still going. Niggas is still running bases. I definitely got to parlay every day because they got so many goddamn games. <laughs> I ain't winning that one parlay yet, goddamn it. You know what I mean? But, you know, it, it's good. The Dodgers still look like they could take it. You know what I mean? A couple of teams is, is looking solid. Uh, Yankees is losing still. You know what I mean? So this is a waste of Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge uh, year. He's having a good year, but it's been a wasted. Uh, while the WNBA is trying to get money, got guys like Juan Soto turning down $440 million. Yo, that is fucking ridiculous. Bro. I mean, it was for 15 years, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, he only like 22, 25 or something like that. He's young still, so he really got out by his 30s. So I would have took it, but he took he turned down $440 million uh, with the, he was Washington at the time. Immediately after that, he got traded to the Padres, San Diego Padres. San Diego. Yeah. And then he signed with them for like 200 and some chains. So he'll get the full back and then like a breakdown of a couple of contracts. But yeah, he wasn't taking it. <laughs> now, 15 years is a long time though. I'm not even going to hold you, but yeah. to, be in, to be under contract, that's a long time. Yeah, I, he look at it like this. He's still young. You know what I mean? If y'all want to give me 400 now, I can make 400. In two year in two contracts, and then that third contract, I'll make another two, three hundred, and probably end up walking away with like six, seven hundred. So he might make more in the long run. God forbid he don't have no injuries or he don't get caught like a Fernando Titus who was caught on that dope, <laughs> aka steroids. You know, he got caught juicing uh, Fernando Titus or Titus. I thought he was black, but I don't know. But he got suspended for like 60 plus games for a positive drug test, which turned out to be steroids. Um, shit, he even lost his contract with Adidas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. I didn't know players are still juicing. I mean, in 2022, you would think they would have some new type of, you know, enhancement to make players, you know, better, stronger, quicker. And you would think that shit would be legal by now. But, I guess motherfuckers still got to go back to the roids, so. Oh, well. I don't get yeah, it. <laughs> 60 plus games, and you lost your shoe deal. Crazy. And his contract, because he ain't going to get paid doing that suspension either, so he about to lose money and probably won't get no bigger contract the rest of his uh 
you know, his career. So it's unfortunate, but hey, you live and you learn. Yeah, but we got, you know, it is what it is, man. So let's wrap this up, man. Some quick little other sports related news. What you got, bro? So big shout out to Serena Williams. For y'all that don't know, been living under a rock. Serena Williams is probably one of the, if not the, greatest female tennis player. 23 Grand Slam champion. I, it would have been nice this last little go-around if she could have won the whole thing, but she ended up losing. But in any case, to me, I still think she went out on top. So big shout-out to her, man. Like, she she did her thing. She's been doing her thing for years. Legend, for sure, for sure. The greatest woman player of all times. Um, she definitely the foundation for future black and, and other uh, minority players that become tennis players right now. A young girl named Coco. She, you know what I'm saying? She, she's still in it right now. She has a chance to hopefully win it. You still got, uh, what's her girl's name? Who's half Asian? Nasaki. You know what I mean? She's another Serena protege. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, Serena's leaving the game, but her mark will forever be left because she is the greatest woman, uh, tennis player of all time. And some might say the greatest athlete of all time. She had a good run. So, you know, salute to her, man. But. Nah, she tough. I think the only reason she lost, I, I think she just gassed out. Like she was tired. She looked tired to me. So man, she did. But she had she had the stadium rocking, bro. That's that's twenty one thing. You know, she had all type of people, athletes, actors, actresses, politicians. Everybody was going to watch her. You know what I mean? So she definitely brought it in, man. So it's going to be interesting to see who can hold that torch after she leaves. But we got some good uh, some good women that's following her footsteps. So you know. Do, do you think those? Do we think these upcoming women that we're speaking of, like, are they going to be able to match that same greatness? I mean, dog, she went three hundred plus weeks at number one. Nah, they're going to create their own greatness. Like Nataki, whatever her name is, her, you know, she started off good, but yeah, keep in mind the age that they are now. Serena had already had like three or four fucking grand slams under her belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this difference? It's different. They're going to create their own legacy, but they won't be able to put their feet in her footsteps at all. They just won't be able to follow them, but they won't be able to match them at all because Serena was doing way more things. And Venus, way more things before they was even at these girls' ages now. But, you know, it's just dope to see that they are here now based on, you know, Serena's, uh, you know, blueprint. So that's good enough, in my opinion. So salute to them. Salute to Serena, female goat. You know what I mean? Another big shout out though has to go to Rob Gunkrout. What kind of shit is that? Keep pronouncing it. I'm terrible with name Gunkrowski, however you pronounce it. Um, for retiring again. But um having a conversation with my uncle and we were thinking like, is he good enough to be in the Hall of Fame? And I'm that's the question is for you. Do you think he's good enough to make it into the Hall of Fame? Well, based on what Deion Sanders said, they giving this shit to anybody. So yeah, he got a couple, he got a couple rings. You know what I'm saying? He done some things. You know, Tom Brady definitely made him look good in the Patriot days. You know, um, so yeah, if you're judging by the criteria that it takes to get in the Hall of Fame now, you know, what Deion said doesn't take much. So yeah, he'll get in. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I don't, I don't think it'd be off the strength of Tom Brady, but I think you know, what I'm saying he's had it. Who else he got the ball from? <laughs> I mean, true that I hear what you saying, but I, you know, saying it's it's crazy when you want to say, "Oh, this person's only a Hall of Famer because of this person." 
I mean, he ain't make the game no easier for Brady. You know what I mean? I mean, he ain't make the game no easier for you know. And, but I'm saying in his own right, in his in his role on the team, you know, he, saying he his position, caught the ball, and found the end zone. So <laughs> he did his job. That's that was his yeah. assignment, and he did that. He, he did it, and so did everybody else. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, moving on, man. <laughs> uh, Shikari Richardson's back on the winning side of things. Uh, she actually beat the Jamaican runner, um, Ellen, beating her by one second uh, in the race out there. I think it's in Australia. She won, no, Switzerland. She won at 11.29 seconds, and uh, Ellen had 11.30 seconds. So it's good to see Shikari back on the, the winning side of things. Hopefully she can keep this going. Um, Stop talking. She's she's <laughs> she's lost her mystique by talking so much. You know what I mean? But it's good to see her winning. You know what I mean? So she wasn't. She just not. She wasn't prepared for interviews and questions and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So she just she said the first thing that came to her mind was she felt comfortable uh, just saying. So. Well, she she got to deal with Beats by Dre. She got to deal with Nike. So. Yeah, I mean, it, all that came before she spoke. <laughs> so, salute to her. I, I want to see her winning, but I just don't like the other shit she be doing. You know what I mean? So, what, what all that came before she spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Shout out, shout out to her, man. But yeah, y'all, that's it for the sports talk, man. Uh, we wanted to try something to get out a little bonus episode in between, you know, our actual episodes. So hopefully, we can keep giving y'all. You know, more content like this. Football season is starting in a couple of days. So we plan to get y'all at least one or two uh, episodes a week, an actual episode and a sports episode. So if y'all rocking with it, let us know. Um, yeah, we want to put out more bonus content. You know what I mean? Get y'all in, involved as much as possible. So if y'all fucking with it, let us know. We definitely want to keep putting stuff out there. If y'all got some bonus content ideas, that's a little different from what we normally do. Let us know. We'll fuck around with it. You know what I'm saying? See what's up and uh, try some new shit out. Yeah, no, I'm definitely with that. Um, and again, if there's some teams like y'all want us to speak on or talk more about or certain players um, that we should be looking out for, uh, be sure to hit us up and let us know that too. I like, I'm always interested in checking out new players, new uprising teams or revamped teams. So if you got ones that you really like to watch or players that we should be looking out for, let us know. <laughs> 